gonna work, bro. You play ball like a girl. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody is doing all right. It is. Well, it's a tradition unlike a lot of others. <laughs> Two hours here on the Workday Red Zone. There are there are definitely no other shows like this. That's true. Whether that is a good thing or a bad thing is a well, that's a never-ending question to be seen. But uh, or to I'll be say determined. it's a good thing. Okay, all right, I like it. I like it. Uh, we'll tell you what we got in store today after we get through the intro. As mentioned, the show is called the Workday Red Zone. Apologies to those of you whose radio dial is currently stuck, but thanks for tuning in anyways on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial, but then also online at 953theticket.com. Of course, you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and then searching for KNEA and uh, several different ways you can get in touch with the program while you were listening in as well. You can call us on the Ride Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, 870-930-3776 is the number there. And then also we're on social, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. Uh, you can head there. You can also head to Twitter at camera underscore Richie. You can find today's KavanaughCars.com question by using the hashtag WD. R-Z. I am Kara. I'm joined in studio, uh, at least for this noon hour, by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. All decked out in your cardinal red today. Yep. It's an off day. It's an off day. It doesn't matter. All right. Support all day, every day. All day, every day. Producing Six months out every year. (laughs) Producing for us today is Alex Galbraith. I admire the loyalty, Keith, no matter what. I mean, I'm a loyal Cardinals fan, too, but I I admire the the, the representation 24-7. Yeah, it's... uh, well, to a certain extent, it's because the Blues aren't making the playoffs this year. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be more geeked for the focused on that Blues yeah. Rangers game tonight. But I've been a Cardinal fan since I reached the age of reason, so <laughs> <laughs> might as well represent just all the time. Uh, what do we got coming up today? Of course, you'll hear our voices a lot. Duh. Uh, but then in addition to that, at 12.30 today, we're going to catch up with Arkansas State women's golf coach, MJ, Debbie, and Shaw. Uh, we had we had originally, uh, we were going to talk with, with Coach Debbie and Shaw yesterday, but we were really nervous that in the middle of the conversation, we were going to get a weather alert or, you know, even worse, possibly be, be simulcast due to the weather or something like that. So she was kind enough to adjust her schedule, and she's going to be joining us today as part of our A-State update brought to you by Calmer Solutions. Again, MJ, Debbie, and Shaw at 1230. Red Wolves have wrapped up the regular season, so now uh, postseason play is what is next on the docket as they'll head to De- Daytona next week uh, for the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Look at what's going on this week, and in particular uh, tonight, uh, Red Wolves baseball going to be at the Tom. In fact, an Easter weekend at the Tom is what's in store for the Red Wolves. They're going to be hosting Troy for a three-game series that, uh, again, starts tonight. If I'm repeating myself, it's because I'm trying to tell myself that over and over. But Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is when this one is going to be played due to the holiday weekend. Uh, Hunter Draper on the bump for the Red Wolves in Game 1. First pitch set for 6 right here on 
the ticket radio network. Meanwhile, of course, throughout yesterday's show, we were keeping you updated on the Cardinals, and uh, they were swept by the Atlanta Braves. They suffered their third straight loss with a 5-2 to two setback. There was some fun in the, the loss. You know, rookie Jordan Walker hit his first career home run, later doubled to drive in an additional run, so he got his first curtain call. That was a nice moment, but... Uh, Ultimately, the Cardinals off today. Hopefully, they'll regroup a little bit. They're going to return to action tomorrow to begin a three-game series at Milwaukee. You're already shaking your head, Keith. Well, Milwaukee does not have a lineup that compares to Atlanta or Toronto. So I think the pitching will look a little bit better. I think the pitching will be a little bit better on this, this trip. And I think it will look a little bit better, even if it isn't better. Well, for the sake of this fan base's sanity, it better. <laughs> Uh, one more note to throw at you. The Memphis Grizzlies lost 138-131 in overtime last night. It was a back-and-forth battle against the Pelicans. Memphis led by as many as 19 in the first half, but then found themselves trailing by six with under five seconds to play. A furious rally forced OT, but then they were not able to keep that rally sustained in the overtime period, so hence the loss. Jaron Jackson Jr., let all scores there with 40 points. Grizz off tonight. They'll be back at it tomorrow. So uh, that is everything that's on tap locally. Of course, the major story nationally is going to be the Masters uh, this weekend in Augusta. Of course, that's already underway. We'll get you updated with a look at the leaderboard here in just a moment. But just a, uh, just, I'm just kind of curious today for our CavanaughCars.com question. How closely do you follow golf? For all of you who are listening, are you are you all about it? You keep up with every single event on the Pro Tour, maybe even check in some amateurs, maybe you, you keep tabs on your, your college team. Um, are you someone who only follows the major events? Are you someone who is only on board for the Masters? And most importantly, the Sunday Masters nap, which is the tradition unlike any others. Or do you just, meh, you're ready for me to change topics already. <laughs> you're, not, you're not feeling it. You're not into it. Uh, that is our KavanaughCars.com question. That's set up as a poll for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. So we'll uh, we'll check in there a few different times throughout today's show and uh, make sure that you're make sure that we're up to speed on those results. And of course, we'll also give you plenty of updates from the leaderboard. Right now, this is uh, Victor Hovland is is the guy that is the one to watch early on. Um, his day got off to a pretty good start when he. He eagled the second hole. Well, that'll get your attention real quick. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, went on a stretch before he made the turn where he birdied three out of four holes. So he is now five under through ten. And uh, he's got just a little bit, a tiny bit of elbow room there at the top as John Rahm is second. Today he's three under. Stallings is the first guy in the clubhouse at two under. Then uh, additionally, you've got Shoffley who is a couple under Lowry, a couple under Adam Scott, Cameron Young, two under, Brooks Kepka, who isn't that far into his day but is already two under. Those are the guys right now that are atop the leaderboard. I Look, I, you guys know I don't love golf, and if we in any way, shape, or form end up uh, in a discussion on golf strategy here on the program, I'm just meh, I'm just tapping out. I'm going <laughs> to let you guys talk about it. But, but what, I do. What may be interesting about this year's Masters, which usually doesn't happen, Weather's supposed yeah. to be bad. But, I mean, just like any sport, there are fascinating characters and fascinating oh, yeah. competitors to watch. So even though I'm certainly not going to get into any of the uh, of the strategy behind who is going, and I'm not going to be out here and trying to tell you, oh, this person's game sets up the best for this. I don't know. 
but I know the guys that are in it, and I know the names to keep an eye out on. And Georgia it, Southern's got a yeah. young man on their team that's playing the match. Now, how he got in, I don't know. How the amateurs get into the Masters is beyond me. Well, one quick update, because if there's one golfer that everybody is going to be keeping tabs on, it's Tiger Woods. It's always Tiger. So just going to throw out that right now he is two over through nine. Through This doesn't line up correctly. Is he through nine or through, through ten? Excuse me. So that's where he is at on the leaderboard. And, of course, all eyes on him will continue to keep you updated there. Still a handful of, of guys that ex- are expected to be close to the top of the leaderboard uh, that have not teed off yet, for example, reigning champ Scotty Scheffler. Uh, so, again, throughout today's show. I think he tees we'll off last. He is way down this list. So I don't know, and this doesn't have the times necessarily beside it in terms of the Masters leaderboard, but if it is sorted by tee time, he would not be last, but he would probably be in the third to last group. Okay. So he's close to the end of the day, but again, I don't have times in front of me. I just have names on a page. So I don't know how they're necessarily sorted. I can tell you they're not sorted alphabetically. Uh, but uh, Which is good. <laughs> but uh, that is the latest there from Augusta. Keith, you already hit on what is probably going to be the storyline aside from, from the gameplay, and that's that's the weather. Um, today, right now in Augusta, I'm assuming it's pretty nice. The forecast or the weather uh, that I just pulled up said it was like 80, 82 degrees, which for a... A April day in Georgia is probably what is about expected. Yeah, that's that's par. Yeah, we'll keep with the golf yeah. analogy and say eighty to eighty-two degrees, and this, you know, in early April is par yeah. for Georgia. It is uh, probably a little humid as well. I would guess uh, a little muggy on uh, there in Augusta, but then the next three days are when things kind of get a little interesting. Uh, there are PM thunderstorms that are going to be expected tomorrow night. In fact, an 85% chance of those. And looking at what time they could potentially move in, um, I mean, just kind of early afternoon. So there would still be guys out on the course if you're talking about 2 o'clock. Now, if it's just a light rain. Then you play through that. But this is... Lightning, call- you don't play yeah, through. Yeah, this is calling for uh, potentially, you know, starting at 1 o'clock tomorrow is when it gets around about a 55% chance of scattered thunderstorms. So you don't mess with lightning. You don't have golfers out on the course for that. So as to whether or not, uh, how much golf they'll be in to get, get in tomorrow, TBD, it is really hard to imagine them playing on Saturday. Because Saturday, it's just, I, I don't see necessarily anything that's saying thunderstorms, which of course, again, you, you got to avoid the lightning. But if it is like a heavy rain that will impact severely the quality of the course, they're not going to play through that either. And that's what they're calling for on Saturday, a full day. The, the of folks at Augusta National rain. are not going to mess up their course, they want to keep that golf course pristine. Once you get to Sunday, uh, it does look like the rain is going to be moving out, so very slight chance of a rain shower during the day on Sunday. So, again, that's something you can play through. But unless something significantly changes, we could be looking at the first Monday finish at Augusta since 1983. It's been a few minutes since that has happened. Um, it's also going to be, you also wonder how just the, the cold and the yuck could impact a couple of guys. I can't imagine Tiger's 
bones and joints and metal plates. No, they won't be happy. No, are going to be are feeling too good if it is cold and windy. Because again, 80 today, but we're looking at this weekend where it's only going to be about 50 in Augusta. So that's a significant weather no, change. It's going to be like it is today in Jonesboro. Yeah, yeah, basically. But a significant weather change, rain, wind, all of that. And that's going to be the biggest storyline because, of course, it's going to impact every single golfer in the field. Now, there's some other great storylines, uh, including Tiger. Um, as you know, he's already said this week he doesn't know how many of these he's got left in him. And, uh, of course, you've got the live golfers versus the PGA golfers that's going on in, in the background. So a lot of good drama potentially in store for the next few days in Augusta. Again, right now, Hovland atop the leaderboard. Second is Rom, then a handful of guys that are two under. So if we see somebody else jump up there with Hovland atop that leaderboard, we'll make sure and let you know ASAP. But again, KavanaughCars.com question. How closely do you follow golf? Just curious. Just want to get your feedback on that. We do have some baseball to talk about tonight at the Tom, and we're going to tell you how you can get into that game free when we come back. So hope you keep it right here with us on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Boris Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boris Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boris Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at BorisKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath. Your kitchen, your bath, their passion. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Clark Property Insurance, the easy, trusted way to buy insurance in Jonesboro. Go to clarkins.net or call us at 931-7100. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy, sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty, rich southern sauce with a subtle kick delicious additions to the house wing flavors lineup try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win only at slim chickens hey red wolves fan this is coach brian hodson i can't tell you how excited i am to be the new men's basketball coach here at arkansas state thanks to all of you have made me feel so welcome as a member of the pack while we are getting ready for next season we need you getting ready for it too Make your plans now to help turn First National Bank Arena into the loudest home court in the Sunbelt Conference. Call the Red Wolves Foundation at 870-972-2401 or go to astateredwolves.com for season ticket information. Wolves up. When the forgotten poor are suffering and in need of healing, 
They wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, the largest floating civilian hospital in the world, with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. Heroes of mercy like these. Every human being has the right to be treated as human, to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the look in the patient's eyes or the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. You bring hope and healing to one person, but that person belongs to a family, and that family belongs to a community. Together, these heroes of mercy and friends like you bring hope and healing to those who desperately need it. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org today. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Alex hanging out with you. 12 at 17 on Thursday, April the 6th. We got baseball on tap tonight. We'll tell you all about A-State and Troy here in just a moment. Also want to remind you, we're a little over 10 minutes away from a conversation with Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Davian Chong. I think we can go ahead and just skip the KavanaughCars.com question with her today which our question, of course, for you is how closely do you follow golf? I'm, I'm pretty high, pretty sure she's going to rank, you know, high up there. Real high. Yeah, yeah, so we'll just we'll just skip that one uh, with Coach MJ as she joins us at 1230. Uh, but uh, prior to the break, we mentioned, of course, A-State baseball tonight. And uh, how would you like to get in that game for free to watch some Red Wolves and some Trojans? Should be a good one. Troy is very good. We'll talk more about them in a moment. But we here at The Ticket have partnered with our awesome friends at Arkansas State and A-State Athletics to help our friends in win. And we are asking for your help to continue to collect items to deliver to our neighbors in need. There are so many needs still in win because, I mean, just think about think about what your life would be like if if you lost everything or at least lost access to everything for even a short amount of time. So that community still needs just a, a ton of help. There is currently a trailer set up at the top, and the trailer is one that you cannot miss because it is, to the best of my knowledge, the Red Wolves football equipment trailer, so everybody knows so, what yeah, you know what that looks <laughs> you like. You know what that looks like. But that's where you need to bring your donations. Uh, right now, um, so, so they're already taking donations today, and they're going to be there until 6 o'clock, which is first pitch tonight. So today, right now, until 6 Tomorrow from noon to 6. And then on Saturday, uh, they are going to be there starting at 8 a.m. So all day on Saturday, you can come by and drop off your donations. So uh, this is kind of cool because this is something that A-State is doing. If you bring a donation, you're going to get into that to, to the baseball game for free. 
So again, if you drop that, uh, just might as well leave your house. Pack up the SUV tonight. Uh, make that Sam's run before you go out to the Tom. Load it up. And then unload it when you get to the Tom. And then you'll be able to get into that game for free. Uh, because 6 o'clock is first pitch tonight. 6 o'clock tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Saturday. So just go ahead and load up the wagon. Bring it on out to the Tom. Because they need stuff. They do need stuff. Uh, there are a couple different places where you can find items of need. So uh, these, of course, are going to be things that they, they will continue to need. Things like sports drinks and toiletries and hygiene products and cleaning supplies and laundry supplies, children's items, bedding supplies, medical needs. Um, those are all things that they, they continue to need in that community. However, I do want to throw this out there. Like if you're if you're going to win today or tomorrow, um, they I, I found a place uh, here on the Win Tornado Distribution Center where they are continuing to update needs. So say you're going out there this afternoon to volunteer. Here is a list of some of the things you could take with you that are in great need right now in Win. Uh, roofing nails. Um, they are in search of new toddler and children's shoes. They need condiments. So those little individual packages of like mustard, mayo, ketchup, they, they are in all, need of All those. that stuff when you go to a fast food place yeah. and you just stick <laughs> in your refrigerator. Yeah, get them out of the fridge and bring those. They need size 6 diapers. They need jelly. I guess they got the, the PB and the bread. They need you to they, bring you some gotta jelly. You got to have jelly. Uh, the linemen need energy drinks. Understood. Understood. So if you've got some extra Red Bull, uh, load yeah. that up and take that out there. They need plus-size underwear, children's, Tylenol, and Motrin, and then also instant mashed potatoes. So, so again, these are some of the immediate needs right now in Wynn. So go school up some of those if you're heading to Wynn today. Uh, for everybody else that is coming by to drop off donations at the trailer today, tomorrow, or Saturday, again, just think about your, the basic supplies that you would need, and we went over that list, and we'll also have more information on social media as well. So uh, great stuff. Um, Hope that everybody can continue to to support and continue to help our neighbors. Uh, now, as far as the baseball that you're going to be seeing tonight after you drop off your donation at the Tom, well, if if A State can compete the way they did last weekend in San Marcos, we could see a series win for A State. Now, that's an if this team is not necessarily played consistently from start to finish in a series or in even a game or sometimes even in an inning. Uh, but we saw flashes of how well this team could play last week in San Marcos. And, you know, that was a game Friday night that A-State easily could have won. They did win the Saturday game and then lost by a run on Sunday against a Texas State team that had an RPI in the 70s when that series started. I know Troy is also a top 100 RPI team, although I don't remember where they rank off the top of my head, and I forgot to look until, you know, the word started. The word RPI came out of my mouth. Then I was like, oh, I should have looked at that. But <laughs> should have looked that up. <laughs> last week. A well-played a well played series. And uh, if A-State can repeat that this week, uh, that'll be great. I'm a little bit intrigued about who we're going to see on the mound. Tonight it's going to be Hunter Draper uh, pitching for A-State. So that's the, the lefty, kind of more the crafty lefty guy. He's not going to blow you away or, or blow it past you. But uh, he is, he is uh, going to be the guy tonight on the bump for the Red Wolves. I'm really intrigued by Troy's starter. Just... I don't. I, I haven't seen you know his arsenal or anything like that. But it's a righty by the name of Brady Fuller, and so his stat line really intrigues me. On the one hand, this dude gets whiffs. He has struck out forty four batters. 
this year in, I'm guessing, probably either five or six starts at this point in time. That's a bunch. That's a bunch. And he's only walked 11 batters. So that's a really good strikeout-to-walk ratio, especially in, in college when guys are still kind of figuring it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know, command command is a thing. Command for college pitchers is a thing, but it's rare. Yeah. Now, on the flip side for Brady Fuller, he has an ERA of almost six. So it does look like when he gets hit, he gets hit hard. He gets hit hard. So, again, that's going to be the question. Is is he going to be able to blow it past the Red Wolves tonight? Are we going to see a lot of whiffs? Or are we going to see, or is this going to be a situation where if somebody makes contact, it's going to go a long, long way? And it could be both. It could be a game with high strikeouts and high runs scored. Again, that's kind of what his stat line says, although those are just numbers on a page and at the end of the day aren't, aren't relative to how the game is going to unfold tonight. But uh, that is... That's the matchup. Interesting, interesting storyline there with Troy. When you look at, you know, Troy from a statistical aspect, you know, they're not, they're batting better than A-State, but they're not exactly hitting the cover off the ball. The batting average is, is 238. Uh, the A lot of these numbers here are similar in terms of runs per game and hits per game. Um. I guess they play in a triples park because they've hit 10 of those this year. <laughs> but uh, but uh, they are a team that, that can rake a little bit. And uh, they've hit a lot of home runs this year. I'd be intrigued to see where they stand in terms of the conference rankings. Now, of course, we know that, that A-State is never going to be high up there with the home run total due to games at Tomlinson Kell. Yeah, Tomlinson Kell is a pitcher's park. Especially this year where A-State spent pretty much the entire first month of the season. At Tomlinson Kell. So there were, that's why, now A-State is close to the top of the national rankings in doubles. Yeah, because of Tomlinson Kell. But not (laughs) so much home runs. Now, uh, the thing with with Troy is that they do hit it out of the park quite a bit. In fact, 55 home runs um, in their 30 games this year. So they're, when they they get a hold of it, they're going to hit it a long way. Uh, Pitching numbers are very similar in terms of conference play. Um, Both teams with a little bit to work on, to be honest with you, is both teams have ERAs right at about seven in conference play. So I'm sure that's a number that both pitching coaches would like to see. Dwindle. Yes. But that is a statistical glimpse at Troy. Again, 6 o'clock tonight, 6 o'clock tomorrow, 1 o'clock on Saturday. I got started talking, lost track of time. we got to take a break so we can come back and talk with uh, MJ Davey and Shaw and talk a little Arkansas State women's golf that's on the way next here on the ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Cattle up, most crops down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Act Network with your EAB New Market Report. May corn at 644 and a half, down 8 and a quarter. With July corn at 620 and 3 quarters, down 6 and 3 quarters. May soybeans at 1490 and a quarter, down 20 and 3 quarters. With July soybeans at 1460, down 17 and 3 quarters. May wheat at 678, down 4. With July wheat at 690 and a half, down 4 and a quarter. May cotton at 8291, up 184. July cotton 
8313, also up 184. May rise at 1663, down 20. July rise at 1686, down 21 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle at 17080, up 240. With June live cattle at 162.87 and a half, up 257 and a half. April feeder cattle at 292 and a half cents, up 310. With May feeder cattle at 205.72 and a half, up 362 and a half. April lane hogs at 7402 and a half, up 62 and a half. With May lane hogs at 8252 and a half, up 122 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report brought to you by Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. Witcher Auctions is holding one of their largest auctions ever on their permanent yard in Wynn, Arkansas, Thursday, April 13th. This two-ring auction will be live online in their new auction facility. Enjoy the auction in their climate-controlled auction theater. Preview and test drive equipment on site, then bid from the comfort of their new virtual auction theater. This auction will feature farm and heavy equipment, trucks, trailers, tillage, and planting equipment, ATVs, mores, power units, attachments, and so much more. Miscellaneous items like support equipment, shop equipment, building materials, salvage, and more will sell in ring two online only, with lots beginning to close at 6 p.m. Bidding opens on all items Saturday, April 8th, and the live auction will begin at 9 a.m. on Thursday, April 13th. Using their new bidding platform is easy, and join them in person. No buyer's premium for on-site bidders. The auction catalog is updated daily, so check in often at witcherauctions.com or stop by the auction yard at 2408 Highway 64 west of Wynn, Arkansas to preview items. In-person inspection of auction items is welcome and encouraged before bidding. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas, or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's Let's get it done. I enjoy people coming up to me and talking to me about the stories we tell, and especially when they comment on the fact we mentioned troops in our ads. Well, I have to say, people are very honest when they talk about those stories. Like the lady on the showroom that day had told me that I looked a lot older in person than I do on TV. Very nice lady. Or the young boy that came up to me and said, you don't look as fat in person as you do on television. Or the man that walks up and says, hey, that last story is way too long. I enjoy all the comments. Insane, and God bless our troops. Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you too. Okay, how about tasting the stew and telling me what you think? Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Alex still hanging out with you here in the Ticket Studio, but it's time to take a trip to the Ride Fiber Hotline. 
all kinds of golf talk today, so why not keep it going with Arkansas State women's golf coach MJ Damian Shaw, who's with us on the phone. Coach, how are you? Hmm. What do we got going? Coach, can you hear us? Uh, yeah, I can hear you oh, now. Goodness. Sorry. Well, I'm glad. I just put my push my mute button for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it wasn't on our end. There's certainly been times in the past where we've accidentally hung up on our guest, and that, uh, that, that that's not good. Yeah, no, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I was like, oh no, I'm in my car, and I thought this is not working. Got it now. All right, you doing all right today, Coach? Are you are you busy today, or do you get to watch a little bit of Masters? Oh gosh, what is that? <laughs> busy is busy is my new name, I think. Um, no, it's been uh, it's been a pretty busy spring, and we just got back from our last event uh, Tuesday night. So yesterday was a day off for everyone, and we're back at it today this afternoon at Sage and um, try to work on some kinks for everybody and uh, getting ready for next week. Next week, of course, is going to be the Sunbelt Conference Championship. Y'all are going to be down at Daytona starting not Sunday, but the Sunday after that. But I want to catch up on, on I guess, the regular season before we, we dive into that. How would you size up the way that your team competed here in this spring slate? You know, I was just looking at our uh, finishes um, just now. And, and, you know, we've had a pretty pretty decent uh, fall for sure. Played really well. And then I think this spring um, I was talking to uh, Mark Taylor, SID, and and this week, and I, I said, you know, I think uh, for us it's mostly uh, making sure that we can be a little bit more consistent during conference. Um, I know we can do it. Uh, we've shown it that we can. Uh, but, you know, three three rounds and show some consistency, I think that would really help us. Last time out for your squad, it was a trip to the Bayou. Uh, ULM Women's Invitational, fourth place finish, correct? How did that unfold for you? You know, we played really well in the first round, and, and I think the second round we really struggled. Like I was saying, um, kind of showing a little bit of inconsistency, and, and I think as a coach what you want is at least four good scores at the same time for the same round, and uh, that's where, you know, it kind of hurt us this week. But uh, I know that, you know, every every single player has been in them to, to shoot the scores to win, and, and I think that's what we'll try to do next week for sure. Now, I understand you have not been on the course that you're going to be on next week. How big a hurdle is that? Or if you get a chance to play a practice round, is that just all you really need? Well, so next week we, we are going back to the same place, um, you know, the LPGA, and then we're playing the same golf course. Um, so I think... You know, the players that we will be bringing are a set of players that have seen this golf course quite a bit. Uh, maybe two or three of well, two of them maybe haven't seen it as much, but our team is so much older this year. We've got five seniors. Um, so I think it gives us a little bit of an advantage to go out there and, and, and uh, know the golf course um, and, and be familiar with, you know, the shots that it's calling for and, and uh, be ready for it. Looking at some rankings as we catch up with MJ Davey and Shaw of Arkansas State Women's Golf. I looked at, through the golf stat, stat rankings, and it looks like there's like eight teams in the Sun Belt that were are within 30, 40 ranking spots of each other. So on on paper, this kind of looks wide open. Does it feel that way going into the tournament as well? It, it really is. You know, I, all the discussions that I have with close friends and coaching friends, um, you know how golf works. It's like uh, looking at the Masters this week. 
all these guys are ready to play, but it's it's whoever is going to be in a way a little bit lucky. Um, and I think that's what our conference kind of shows is it's a strong conference with these four new schools coming in. Um, you know, those schools are, are definitely um, new to the league, and, and uh, you know, they're good, and so are we. So I think if it could be our week and we can be consistent, I think sky's the limit for, for the Red Wolves. Looking at your roster a little bit, and I, I apologize because I should know the answer to this, but the COVID year threw a wrinkle into into everything. But is this going to be, you know, the last go around for your seniors, or are you going to have, are some of these players going to be super seniors next year and, and get to do this again? You know, only one super senior coming back next year, and that's Elise Schultz. Um, and then, you know, I haven't really announced my conference team yet, so I, I think I want to wait. <laughs> but, um, I uh, I presume that you know it's uh, we're bringing back a lot of our players that have been I've seen the course before this this coming conference so I'm hoping that uh, that gives us an edge. So on on your conference team is this a is this a TBD or a TBA? Like have you already decided who's going to compete for you and you just haven't talked to your team yet, or are there still a couple of things you might be figuring out here in the next couple of days? I'm in TBD and TBA, right in between it today. <laughs> that makes sense. It's, uh, you know, it's a tough choice. And um, as a coach, it's, um, you know, you want all eight players to get a chance to go. Uh, we can only bring six. And so um, that's kind of where the decision kind of lies right at this moment. Um, we have, we have a, a few young players. And then we have, like I said, five seniors total, uh, one super senior uh, well, kind of two super seniors because Casey Summer uh, came to us after three years at Daytona State Community College. So I guess we could call her a super senior. So I don't, I'm certainly not trying to put you on the spot with, with your championship roster, but I am curious, you know, who, who's kind of played well for you down the stretch of the regular season? You know, Olivia Schmidt, of course, as a super senior and, and uh, what she wants to do in the future and, and uh, try to make it in the, in the LPGA ranks is obviously the one who's played really well for us. And, and you know, a big, uh, a big gift that we definitely received this year is Morgan Beaulieu, which is a, a freshman that, that's played all year. I uh, was actually looking at her ranking in the Sun Belt Conference, and uh, I think she's second as a freshman. Um, and, and I, I really, like I said, that's a, it was a big gift this year to see how well she's played for us and how much she's helped us. So, um, and Elise Schultz, of course, our senior that will become a, a super senior next year. Um, those three have, have really been solid for us this semester. So, Daytona, Sunday on that LPGA championship course. Uh, what, how does this event unfold for the folks that are not familiar with, with college golf? Um, so, you know, we, we go play a practice round on Saturday. We'll leave on, on Friday. We're going to play a practice round on Saturday. Um, my, uh, my team, you know, is going to be ready and, and is very knowledgeable about this golf course. And there's so much homework you can do from not being there but to prepare because we have uh, the course map and, um, you know, we can kind of plan out with having the yardage already of the golf course and knowing where you, you need to hit it. So a lot can be done before we go, and when we get there, we're prepared to play that practice round. And at that time, you know, what you really are working on during that day is 
um, getting the speed of the greens uh, because year to year you never know how fast or slow they're going to be depending on the weather they've had. Um, and then basically kind of map out your course in your mind and, and be ready to, to know where to hit it. Of course, that's one thing. You just don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, more more training in your mind you can do prior to the to the event, better it is and better preparation each and every player will have. So, are And you- then so when we start on Sunday, sorry, when we start on Sunday, it's 18-18-18, uh, so it uh, should be a, a little bit of a breeze just because we've been playing a lot of 36-18, and um, I was just saying this morning to someone, those are just tough days. 36 is a lot to ask for yeah. um, these young these young players. So 18-18-18, and then if you're one of the teams that are at the top of the leaderboard or close to it after those three 18s, is there another? Then round? we go to the big okay. dance. Okay. If, if okay. We, uh, for, in our case, you know, for uh, for the Sunbelt Championship, if we win, uh, we move on to regionals, the regional site, which there will be five of them this year. Um, so it's pretty exciting, um, you know, and it's something that I think every player on our team uh, has in their mind, but we've got to stay in the present. You've got to make sure that you play uh, one round at a time and then, you know, turn in your scorecard and see who can win. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck in your preparation between now and, and next Friday when you depart and, and safe travels as well. Thank you so much for the time today. Thank you guys. And thank you for being such big supporter of our program. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, coach. Again, Arkansas state women's golf coach, MJ Dabian Shaw. They're with us on the right fiber hotline. That was part of our a state update brought to you by Calmer solutions. We take care of technology. So you can take care of business. You look at the golf stat rankings, and again, there's like more than half of the Sun Belt is ranked between like 79 and 129. So you have all of these teams kind of <laughs> kind of grouped up together. And again, you know, rankings are just a number on a piece of paper, but... It gives you at least a little idea. It does. And there's not, you know, necessarily one team there in the Sun Belt rankings that is so far ahead of the pack. There's nobody just, in the 40s. Yeah, there's nobody that looks like they've just ran away with the season that looked like they're going to be an unstoppable force at this thing. It just, again, on paper, which are two words that mean nothing. On paper, <laughs> this looks like a very wide-open tournament. But then, again, of course, on the on the phone call with Coach Damian Shaw, it kind of sounded like that's not just an on-paper thing. That's, that's, that's what's probably going to happen. Yeah. So it sounds like just some consistent golf plays is what and, they need. There is a reason that other sports use the phrase rub of the green for things that one cannot predict. Sometimes the ball will bounce to the right. Sometimes the ball will bounce to the left. Sometimes it'll roll up to the hole. Sometimes it won't. Just have to play it where it lays. It is uh, definitely rolling straight into the hole for Victor Hovland. As we check in on the Masters leaderboard, uh, he still sits atop it, now six under. But we'll go ahead and step aside and take a quick breather and come back and look at the rest of that leaderboard and uh, get some thoughts on our question of the day as well. That's on the way next. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Nothing. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Every year, the Masters has the potential to create a star overnight. Rory McIlroy is already a superstar, but the course will still offer the four-time major champ a unique opportunity this weekend. McIlroy is a three-time FedEx Cup champ, but he has failed to capture a single major since winning the 2014 PGA. A green jacket would snap that streak and give McIlroy only the sixth-ever career Grand Slam. The tournament will also allow McIlroy the ability to compete against live golfers on the tour's most historic course. It's been reported the tension between the players hasn't been nearly as high as many predicted, but McElroy has remained outspoken on the Live Tour. That's helped propel him as the face of the tour. And when you account for an almost decade-long major drought, the chance to secure his legacy with the Grand Slam and an opportunity to compete against the Live Tour, well, these next four days hold a lot of potential for Rory McElroy. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buy. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention. Play it against sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play it against sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play it against sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play it against sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC. We are professional grade. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. Proud supporter of the A State Red Wolves. Hey! Yo! This is my grandson. Today is his 18th birthday. When I was 18, ladies used to think I was fine. Uh, he's a smart guy, but I thought he could use a little advice today. Start putting away some money. Call your mother. You need to sign up with the Selective Service System. Save money, call mom, and register with SSS. Hey, Grandpa, this boy got that police head. The kind that roll up and stop wherever he wants to. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour. Kara, Keith, Alex hanging out. 930-3776 is the number to call. How closely do you guys follow golf? Are you all about it as soon as the first... Event tees off all the way to the finish, or is this going to be the one weekend you keep tabs on the scoreboard? <laughs> the Masters are underway, of course, in Augusta at this point in time. Almost still, still waiting on a, a couple stragglers to to tee off, but you got most of the guys out there on the course at this point in time. And so far, Victor Hovland, the story, he's six under, just kind of an unstoppable machine early. Uh, there are a couple more guys now that are three under than the last time we updated you all. Uh, Shoffley, Xander Shoffley is now at three under, as is John Rahm, as is Cameron Young. And then uh, you got a handful of guys that are at two under, including one of my personal faves, Hideki Matsuyama. So those uh, guys playing well so far. Let's scroll a little bit here and see where Tiger Woods is. He is three under. Three under? No, 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 no. Excuse me. Three over. Three Thank over. You. Thank you. Yes. Yes, there is definitely a three on his scorecards. There's a three, but it's it's not <laughs> yes. the proper color. Thank you for thank you for catching my <laughs> laps. I uh, appreciate that. Three over uh, is where Tiger Woods is. He's through twelve. So again, more on that. Today, uh, today the nice, pretty day there in Augusta. That is not going to be the case over the next three days. But right now, so far, so good for all of uh, all of those guys. Keith, are you are you a, a golf? Your golf answer is funny because you already told us during the break. <laughs> but share with the group how often you keep tabs on golf. Yeah, I kind of keep up with the uh, the majors. I enjoy the green jacket ceremony at the Masters. Sure. Not that interested in the golf, but I like the green jacket ceremony. What I really like, the one that I actually take time out of my day to watch, is the Open in Britain. Because I just love to see professional golfers who can hit it a mile, who hit it straight, have to contend with Lynx golf and lousy weather over there. Yeah, just off the North Sea in Scotland somewhere. Wherever, yeah, wherever they have the open. Yeah. Yeah. This year at Royal Liverpool in England. And what is Liverpool? It is a port city. What does that mean? The winds will come in from the North Sea I love watching the British Open with lousy weather because I can identify with that. I mean, the Open with Lynx Golf, that's about the only golf tournament they have anymore where a line drive up the middle isn't necessarily a bad shot. You get the ball way up in the air, the wind's going to play tricks with it, and it's going to put it Lord knows where. And you've got these deep bunkers in the middle of the links. Yeah. The Royal and Ancient tries to make golf as hard as possible. 
So does the U.S. Golf Association, but it's more difficult because the United States is a continent-wide country. Sure. It's, you know, we're not on an island, unless your concept of island is a lot bigger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the USGA tries to make the rough impossible to get out of and to make golf a test of patience as much as a test of athletic skill. But that's the one tournament that the the British Open in bad weather is a blast to watch. This year, uh, again, it's at Royal Liverpool Golf Club. Uh, it's going to be you got a ways to wait, Keith. It's not yeah. until it's not until July seventeenth is well. That's the week that it will get underway. Uh, the final round to be played that Sunday, the 23rd. So it's uh, a ways to wait for that misery that you are so <laughs> fond of, as it is the fourth major on See, uh, this year's schedule. The Masters is the tournament that, for people north of us, is a promise that spring will eventually come. <laughs> uh, we know that spring is on its way because the tornadoes have popped up already. Yes, so. yeah. We've got that. We've got that. We've got FYI. that going yeah. for us. Yeah, they got azaleas in Augusta, Georgia. We have twisters. Uh, I don't think that's a fair trade-off myself. But <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like you know why Jackie Robinson Day is always April fifteenth because that was the opening day. Yeah. for the Brooklyn Dodgers in nineteen forty-seven. They didn't change a little bit since then. It's changing. Yeah, they they throw it up at the end of March now, but uh, you know, it used to be the middle of April before you had baseball games in the big leagues, and even then, you know, the the weather wasn't always cooperative. But weather may not be cooperative in Augusta this weekend, so that makes me more interested. There you go. Because, all right, let's see what. Now, thunderstorm is okay. Everybody off the course. Yeah. Everybody out of the pool. But the rain. How do you handle? How do you handle? How do you rain? control the things that you cannot control? And that's going to be one of them. Can't control the weather. Can't, can't do anything about it. Let's bring Alex into the conversation. As I'm ninety percent sure he's actually watching golf right now. You would be correct. Okay. Look right. at that. I'm studying the Masters. <laughs> yeah. So the answer is yes. I'm actually very interested, but. It's only typically for the Masters. Okay. Okay. So not even the other majors. You're just like Masters only. Pretty much Masters only. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I'll keep an eye on you. Know, you watch Sports Center, and they'll show some other majors. Sure. Or, but like, I'm not as invested in those. But when Masters are on, you, you got to watch it. Yeah. Got to watch it. <laughs> it is a beautiful, beautiful golf course. Yes. You will see beautiful, beautiful shots of nature. I mean, so beautiful that I mean, Sergio Garcia. Has named a daughter Azalea, I think. <laughs> uh, after which, of course, they and then they also named the holes and all of that. So that's actually the name of one of the holes. But pretty cool. It is. It is gorgeous. And I am, as someone who is in a never-ending fight with my backyard to make it look <laughs> more beautiful, I will certainly be watching for some for some uh, nature inspiration. For the scenery, yeah. Yes. Yeah. This weekend at Augusta, there's there's zero doubt. Now, will my backyard ever get to... No. Look like Augusta? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Hey, some of the annuals on the side of my driveway are blooming now, so, so that's good.
That, that gives me something bright to, to aim for when I try to get back into my driveway. I can see the lane. There you go. <laughs> Early, uh, FYI, next week will be a short week. I'm taking off Friday to, to go to a plant sale. So highlights yep. my life these sense. days. The journey begins. There the journey go. begins. <laughs> Guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having us. See you tomorrow. <laughs> be here next week. Uh, we've still got an hour to go. It will include more golf, some baseball, some Grizzlies. Who knows what all we'll get into in the second hour of today's Workday Red Zone. But hope you keep it here with us on the ticket. This is Will Oswald, your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian Zimbo Play as a tire service. The Sunbelt Conference opens up league play for Easter weekend this evening, and it's Arkansas State hosting Troy at Tomlinson Stadium, Kell Field. First pitch at 6 o'clock this evening and tomorrow, and at 1 o'clock on Saturday, pregame coverage here on the Ticket Radio Network this evening at 5.45. And the majors, the St. Louis Cardinals, are off today after being swept in a three-game series at home by the Atlanta Braves. Atlanta winning the series finale yesterday afternoon 5-2. Rookie Jordan Walker with his first Major League homer. A solo shot with two out in the seventh. He also drove in the other Cardinal run with a double in the bottom of the ninth. The Cardinals open a three-game series on the road in Milwaukee tomorrow. And the Memphis Grizzlies will not be the top seed in the Western Conference in the NBA playoffs after losing 138-131 in overtime last night at New Orleans. Jaron Jackson Jr. in a game by 40 to lead Memphis. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plans to Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State, just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Get guaranteed low prices from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always say big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, Prairie Fresh Baby Back Ribs, $2.68 a pound. Certified Angus Beef T-Bone Steaks, $9.97 a pound. Sugardale Ham Portions, $1.78 a pound. 12 packs of Pepsi products, $4.59 each. And Red Seedless Grapes, $1.48 a pound. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. CareLink. 
Central Arkansas's Area Agency on Aging strives to alleviate the stresses family caregivers experience when caring for older loved ones by providing services such as home care and Meals on Wheels in Central Arkansas. Learn more about helping a parent or grandparent at carelink.org or by calling 372-5300 or toll free at 800-482-6359. This message brought to you by CareLink, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. Visiting with A-State head bowling coach Justin Kostick about the popularity of bowling. The one thing I would tell you about bowling that people don't understand, most people would not believe you if you told people this. In 1976, who made more money? Reggie Jackson or Earl Anthony? And Reggie Jackson was the highest paid baseball player in the world. And Earl Anthony made more money than he did. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Red Zone. It is straight up one o'clock. So me, we have made it halfway through the day. On a Thursday, I got uh, some Masters golf on. John Rom, Tiger Woods, the featured group, will take another look see at the leaderboard here in just a moment. But we need to introduce Ryan James, who is mm-hmm. now sitting in at uh, at producer. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right on a on a cloudy Thursday afternoon. I'm glad that the weather's kind of moved out. We're just kind of having a chill day yeah. so far. I think. Are you a golfer? Dad's a huge golfer. Okay. Huge. My granddad is. I have tried, like, one time when I was a kid, I was quite horrible at it. <laughs> and I don't think I have uh, tried my hand at it since. Did you do the golf golf or the putt putt? Golf golf. Okay. Golf golf. Yes. Yes. Down here in Jonesboro. I don't remember where, but yeah, golf golf. When I was younger, I don't remember how, how old I was. I was, uh, well, I loved the, the putt-putt because it was amazing. Oh, you sure. had that place yeah. on Parker and everybody went and played and it was mm-hmm. super cool. And yeah. if you got a hole-in-one on the 18th hole, you got a free round of golf and it was awesome. And I was super into it for a little bit. And then I nagged my dad until he took me out to a driving range. And I, don't, I really don't remember how old I was. We'll say 10 for just for conversation. And I was... <laughs> <laughs> so bad right yeah and i did not have a, a great amount of perseverance in my youth so i was just like ah, i suck at this i'm done I'm yeah, done forever right. that was yeah. it yeah yeah and that was it that was the last time i probably picked up a real golf club ever in no yeah my it, it's life. it's uh it's been a while yeah, yeah. we uh, certainly would not cut it on the tour i think it's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they'd be very upset with us if we were there yeah uh, look it in uh, here at our KavanaughCars.com question. It's an easy one today. We're just curious how closely you follow golf. Is this going to be one of the only weekends of the year where you're tuned in? Or do you follow every single event uh, that takes place throughout the PGA season? Right now, again, as we check in on that Masters leaderboard there in Augusta, uh, it's really it's Victor Hovland versus everybody else at this point in time. He birdied the he birdied birdied hole thirteen. Excuse me. So he's now at seven under. 
I mean, he is just kicking butt and taking names today, and then some. Uh, you do have uh, now, it, it seems like every time I refresh the scoreboard, there is another guy at three under. So there's there's like a four-way battle for second right now between Kyle Lowry and Dander Shoffley, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka. You got several guys that are at two under, including, but not limited to, Hideki Matsuyama. Varner III, who's an interesting live golf guy. More on him coming up later on in the program. Adam Scott, uh, Young, Power, Reed, those guys. You do have to scroll for just a minute until you find Tiger Woods as he is three over. And he is through three through 13. Excuse me. Just one more group waiting to tee off. So if you're wondering, you know, Tony Finau, where he be now, um, he's just now getting on the course. But again, how closely do you follow golf? 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, clearly, I am not a golfer. Uh, I'm, I watch I watch the, I usually keep tabs on the, the major events. So I will be, if not watching a lot of golf this weekend, I'm probably still not going to watch a lot of golf this weekend, but I will check the scoreboard. A few different times, and once it comes down to the wire on Sunday, or perhaps in this on this in this case on Monday, since it looks like the uh, the weather this weekend might be a little bit dicey. Whenever it gets to the end of this whole thing, I will definitely be peeking in on scores and probably try and watch some of that final round. But just looking at uh, scores in in the meantime, I I will definitely watch less golf this weekend than I will baseball. And clearly, as a Cardinal fan, I will be watching to see if this pitching staff can get it together. Uh, because that has not been the case so far. The Cardinals, you know, were underway yesterday when we were on air. So we gave you several different score updates throughout the course of the show. And it seems like everyone was just a little bit worse than the one before. Because while it's only one turn through the rotation and then some, you've only had six games, there's just been nothing early on that we have seen that lessens any concern about how this Cardinal pitching staff would fare. Now, sure, they're waiting for Adam Wainwright to come back, and he is certainly going to make a difference. But that's one guy, and you had five different dudes go out and not pitch well. Now, the exception to that was... I guess Jack Flaherty technically <laughs> pitched okay uh, as he went five innings of, of no-hit ball in his start. It was just the fact that he walked a million guys or seven, which is the same thing in, in five innings. A million, seven, those are the same numbers to me anyways. But, I mean, Adam Wainwright clearly cannot come back and replace every guy in the starting rotation. So you just get a tiny bit of help there. <sighs> The series with the Braves was unpleasant for the Cardinals faithful. Braves fans, man, y'all look all right. That team should that team's gonna win a boatload of games this year. You already knew that though. But I think we'll set the side the, the pitching aside for just a moment and we'll overreact to just this one three game series. What I saw on the field between these two teams over the past three days was the difference between a team that can compete and a team that can contend. The Cardinals can compete. They're going to compete with anybody this year. There's no doubt. But the Braves are going to contend. They're going to contend for a World Series title. 
And there is a big difference in that terminology. The difference between a competitor and a contender. So, this has been the Cardinals issue for a few years. And yes, I am completely overreacting to small sample sizes with, oh, you know, 156 games still remaining. But again, this has been an issue for the birds for the past few years. And then in this early going, nothing nothing has alleviated that concern. It was a, it was a weird week, man. Starting with what we saw on the field. The Cardinals in all three games against the Braves trailed before they could even take an at-bat. There were no quality starts to the first turn of the rotation. Of course, Miles Michaelis was not able to end that streak yesterday. And the Cardinals just got drilled in the early innings. 20 runs allowed in the first two innings of those first six games. They've allowed nine runs in the first inning, which trails only Pittsburgh, which is not company you want to keep. You don't want to be in a group where it's just like, oh, it's just us saying the Pirates that are doing this terrible, no good, very bad thing. <laughs> that's, not, that's not who you want to be compared to. Uh, the starters have thrown 29 innings over six starts, but have recorded only four clean innings. That's it from Katie Wu here of The Athletic. Michaelis had a 1-2-3 inning on Wednesday. Jack Flaherty had a clean fifth inning on Saturday. Jordan Montgomery recorded two spotless frames on Sunday. That's it. That should not be a list that I should be able to read in 30 seconds. That's unreal in an awful way. So now the Cardinals need to clearly <laughs> get it together with their starting rotation. And then Tyler O'Neill and Ollie Marmol need to figure out their their deal. By the way, for the record, I'm Team O'Neill on this. I don't necessarily think, look, if, if you're a manager or a coach or whatever, and you feel like your guy is not giving it his all, I completely understand the need to let him know that, to challenge him or her, that they are not playing or competing or what have you to the best of their ability. Absolutely, yes. Let them know you expect more. Let them know what the standard is. My beef is that Marmol did it so publicly. In the first week of the season? I mean, to the best of my knowledge, this is a new thing, right? Like, I don't remember times in the past where Tyler O'Neill has been called out for loafing or for not competing or for not being mentally focused or anything like that. Now, sure, he's been injured a lot throughout his career, but I, I don't ever remember there being conversations about his, his competitiveness. So, I get Tyler O'Neill's frustration here. That he felt like what should have been an in-house conversation, and actually was an in-house conversation, was then made public as well. This is not a good start to the season. I am uncomfortable, personally. And so now the Cardinals have to go to Milwaukee tomorrow to face a Brewers club that's, uh, that's pretty hot. We'll talk more Brewers in a second. I do want to point out the one notable uh, positive thing that occurred yesterday. And it was the fact that Jordan Walker hit the first home run of his MLB career. The day ultimately forgettable, but a great moment for him. Got the first curtain call. And then also, 
drove in a double or drove in a run with a double later on in the game. So he's got a six-game hit streak through his first six MLB games. And he's batting three thirty-three. He's 8 for 24. Three extra base hits, five runs batted in. I will take that from a 20-year-old player who was in his first week in Major League Baseball. So a bright spot. Hey, he was he was expected to be a bright spot coming into this year. That's why he's on the the big league roster. And he's delivered. And that just continues to be with a fun story. At some point in time, he'll face adversity. Because baseball is a game of failure. But so far, so good for Jordan Walker. And we'll see how he fares in his first trip to Milwaukee. Milwaukee playing well. If you have not peeped the standings, the Brew Crew are atop the NL Central. And they've got one of the better records in baseball so far right now. In fact, they are 5-1. and one. So tied with Atlanta for the best record in the National League. And only the undefeated Rays have a better win percentage. So Brewers playing well. Brewers just beat the brakes off the Mets in a couple of games in that series. And yesterday, they walked it off. So that's what the Cardinals now get to contend with. Is a Brewers squad that's played very well. Uh, Looking at some early news and notes from around baseball. Rays, as we mentioned, are still undefeated. Stolen base percentage is way up. Otani pitched last night and, of course, was amazing. He wasn't he wasn't perfect, certainly not in the early going, but he kept competing, was able to finish that game well. So, little of this, little of that going on yesterday across Major League Baseball. Today, looking at scores and notes, it is a little bit of a lighter day, of course. Thursday, a day off for a lot of teams around the bigs, but a handful of teams already in action, including... The Tigers and the Red Sox. The uh, Tigers up 3-2 to two right now at the top of the fifth. Also in action, Royals and Blue Jays are scoreless in the first. Giants and White Sox scoreless in the first in Chicago. Old friend Lance Lynn on the bump today. And then one, two, three, four, five games. Actually, I take that back. Three other games on the slate. A whopping four games postponed today due to inclement weather. So they will not be playing in Minnesota or in New York, or in Philly, or in Baltimore. So that's your MLB roundup. Let's go ahead and step aside as it's uh, time to take a quick breather. Phone lines open during the break, 930-3776, the number to call. We'll be right back after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders. One of the best parts of my job is hearing from our customers. I'm Lori Cartwright. My roof was damaged in a hailstorm and I needed help fast. I called Roof Raiders because many of my friends had used them with great results. And they came through for me as well. They showed up on time and had my roof and shed done in less than a day. I highly 
recommend Roof Raiders to get the job done well and fast. Locally owned with fast, reliable service, we're ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with a locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Experience the incredible flavor that is gourmet tamales, Latin cuisine in Jonesboro. Owners Hector and Acela Ruiz have created a Mexican and Caribbean cuisine for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and 8 to 6 on Saturday. Gourmet Tamales is located in Jonesboro at 2704 Alexander Drive, Suite C, in the Elk Park Shopping Center just off the bypass. Gourmet Tamales Latin Cuisine, serving Northeast Arkansas since 1996. Gourmet Tamales, love for good food. My dad served in Vietnam, the 82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it, and my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough, so I finally said to him, Dad, you got to get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776 is the number to call. You all can weigh in here with us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, 9303776. How closely do you follow golf? Is our KevinAllCars.com question today? Are you all in it on every event or are you ready for me to quit talking about it already? Or are you somewhere in between? Those are not the only two options. Uh, Looking at the Masters leaderboard, which has only changed a tiny bit. I mean, Victor Hovland is still running away with this thing in the first round. Although there is still obviously a boatload of golf left to play. But got a couple guys now that have moved up to four under. Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka. So Brooks Kepka is actually on pace with where Hovland was before he made the turn. So could there be somebody who catches Hovland before the end of the day? Maybe. Also, one of the ways that Hovland got off to such a great start was uh, with an eagle on the second hole and there's a couple other guys that have been able to do that today as well including but not limited to Scotty Scheffler it's actually more guys than I realized that have an eagle there so that's been uh, a way that a lot of guys have really gotten off to a good start today Uh, everybody at this point in time has teed off so the very last grouping was able to get out there just uh, sometime during that last segment. So everybody is now out on the course. Uh, Tiger continuing to stay at three over as he has kind of uh, maintained that. Actually now parred the last four holes. So that's where he's at. He's got four holes remaining. And uh, just one birdie on the day so far for Tiger. Looks like there was a birdie there maybe on seven for Tiger Woods. Excuse me, it was on eight. One birdie and some bogeys on his day so far. John Rahm also four under now. As we look at that Masters leaderboard. I've got, by the way, the uh, featured pairing. Pulled up here on ESPN+, Plus, so that is what I'm keeping tabs on. Uh, switching gears, though, as... We look around the sports world. The Grizzlies in action last night against the Pelicans. 138-131 was the final score there. And ultimately with the, the loss, uh, that means the Grizzlies will not be able to catch Denver in the standings. So Grizzlies cannot finish higher than the two seed there in the Western Conference, which is, I mean, that's still pretty good. But last night was just... on. <laughs> you had a great comeback. You also had a great let down in the same game. So last night teams were 0 for 17,930 when trailing by 6 inside the final 5 seconds of a game. And that goes back over the last 20 seasons. Now that number improved to 0 for 17,000, I don't know how many after that one because ultimately Memphis didn't get the win. However, with five seconds remaining and, and a deficit of six points, they did 
forced overtime, which is pretty cool. I mean, that last 4.1 seconds or so was absolutely <laughs> wild in how it unfolded. But, you know, to throw the negative into it, the Grizzlies shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. And they got out by as many as 19 points in the first, ha uh, first half. Then uh, after the break, it, it took them a second to, to get things going and get on the board. Then, you know, the Pelicans just kept creeping closer, kept creeping, creeping closer. And then you get midway there through the fourth, and next thing you know, the Pelicans were on top. So there's yet another game late where the Grizzlies just could not continue to maintain. Which is something we see over and over and over again. Now, of course, to put out the point out the obvious, the Grizzlies were without John Morant. There's a whole lot of games this year that would have gone down and unfolded in a different way if the Grizzlies were out there with the full roster, and this certainly could have been one of them. Now, we did see a phenomenal effort from Jaron Jackson Jr. 40 points. Goodness gracious. And nine rebounds, and three assists, and a steal, and four blocks. <laughs> As he just did a little bit of everything. Several other guys stepped up uh, big as well. But the team was also without uh, Kennard in that game. So missing your highlight machine. <laughs> All star point guard. And then also missing your best three point threat. So competitive game throughout but ultimately the Grizzlies. Coming up short there, 138 to 131. So, no go for the Grizz tonight. And then uh, tomorrow back at it at Milwaukee for the next to the last game of the season. Last night was actually a really pivotal night around the association. As uh, we saw numerous big things happening. You know, the Clippers were able to beat the Lakers. Which, by the way, if you didn't realize this, because I did not, so I was reading the headlines today. The Clippers have won 11 straight against the Lakers. So now they stay in that top six, and now the Lakers are back in the play-in. The Bucks also clinched the best record in the NBA. And Dallas somehow is still alive, which, goodness gracious, what a bunch of twists and turns the Mavs have taken over the past couple months. But, hey, let's go to the right fiber hotline and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. I had a question for you guys. <clears throat> you know, last year, I thought Josh should have been uh, on the uh, all-NBA first team, but he had missed some games due to injury. Mm -hmm. He made a second team, which I'm fine with. I was glad he got that. But uh, this year, once again, he missed some games due to not necessarily injury, but because of behavioral issues. Uh, is that going to knock him out of contention for an all-NBA first team selection, or will he be, if he does get one, it will be second at best? So... Tell me if, I, if I'm accurate on this or if I'm making it up. I thought I saw a story where the NBA had imposed game limits for player awards. And I don't know really? if that means every team, but, but I mean that to be able to, to earn a specific honor, you had to have appeared in a certain number of games. Okay. Does he fit that criteria or has he, has he uh, missed too many? Well, first, I want to make sure I'm not making up that story. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so let me figure out what to uh, NBA honors game minimum. Let me make sure I didn't I didn't just make that up in my head uh, because all right. So yes, NBA players now must be they must play in sixty five games. 
to be eligible for awards this season. It's an attempt to curb load management and this, that, and the other. And I'm not sure if that applies to all NBA teams. Oh, it does. Okay. So basically it applies to all of the NBA awards pretty much across the board. So let me check okay. here also and see how many um, games Jaws played in. While you do that, I wanted to ask you another question. What uh-huh. was Memphis's record last year as opposed to this year's record? Was the record better this year or was it better last year? I feel like it's got to be this year. I feel like it's got to be really close to the same. Right now they're 50 and 30. Of course with two games to play and this is another thing that I'm going to sit here and and type into Google and double check on because last year was a great year as well but I honestly just just don't remember. Uh Okay. I don't well, rem- um, Zach, I don't remember anything. I thought I thought that was clear at this point in time. They were better last year. They were 56 and 26. So they okay, were okay. they were at minimum, you know, four games better at maximum six games better. What thing were they last year, Carol? Were they not the two? I'm thinking that that sounds right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not pretty sure they were the that. two last year as well. Yeah. Well, I looked at his stats last year to this year, and, I mean, there's, he's, he's averaging one point less. He's averaging 26.4 this year as opposed to 27.4 last year, which is not a big difference. But, you know, the other players around him have stepped up and have gotten better. But his rebounds have basically stayed the same, 5.8 this year to 5.7 last year. And he's averaging two more, almost two more assists. He's averaging 8.1 assists to 6.7 assists last year. So it's, it's you know, Point percentage dropped off by one point, but everything else improved. Uh, but uh, so I mean, do we ever get that question answered? Is yeah, he, he is not going to be eligible for any postseason uh, awards. He has played sixty, of course, with two games left. That means he could have a maximum of sixty-two awards or sixty-two games. You gotta you gotta play in sixty-five <laughs> to be eligible for awards. So he is not a contender hey, for hey, anything. Carol? Yeah, I gotta go here. My dad's calling here. All right, we'll see you. That. All good. Yeah, so that's going to be a no-go for Jaw. It's going to rule out some other great players as well that are not going to be able to to participate in the awards process. I mean, LeBron, LeBron clearly. Luka Doncic. He's not going to clear that mark. There are going to be several other key players that will... Great players that are not going to be eligible for an all-NBA team due to that new 65-game threshold. So that's going to be an interesting... I mean, that's good news, bad news, right? Like, on the one hand, I I appreciate the NBA trying to curb load management. I do. Because... Well, I understand the overall need for load management. It's also complete crap for fans, which pay a lot of money to go to these games. But then, of course, on the flip side also, there's going to be great players that are going to play 63, 64 games because they had some kind of nagging injury throughout the course of the season, and, and they're not going to be eligible for any of this. And then a lot of times, contract structures this day and age, you get a significant bonus if you are a player who ends up winning one of these awards. So good news, bad news for the NBA in implementing the 65-game threshold. We'll see after, you know, this year if this is something that they continue to do for several more years. Does this find its way into the CBA one of these days, or are they going to be one and done with this and decide they don't like that threshold at all? 
story for another day. Let's go to the phones and check in with Davey. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm good. Uh, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Uh, what happened to Dylan uh, last night? I mean, he, he, he had such a good game and everything, but when it got to the second half, he got kind of cold last night. And, but, I mean, I'm not trying to count on the – just one player, but what happened to the whole team last night? Because, I mean, when they got hot, they got hot. I mean, it's just been it's been a little bit of an issue with the Grizzlies for a lot of this season is just having a fourth-quarter letdown, and I wish I knew that answer as to why that keeps I mean, happening because we'd be looking at, at the one seed right now in the West if they had closed out a handful of games stronger. I mean, they had a big lead. I mean, I, 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 I don't uh, – I, I mean, I, I know they turn – very hard to play, but to win. But I'm just saying, like in the second half, I mean, it was like, yeah, man. I mean, we got it and everything. But then this other team started coming back, and then all of a sudden they just pulled it out. I don't know exactly why they. I don't know if it had anything to do with fatigue or talk off. Uh, uh, Eric said something. Eric them said something about they were getting fatigued, and it, and then it took uh, Memphis. Uh, uh, to try to pull it out in the overtime. Do you think it had anything to do with fatigue? I do in the overtime period. I don't think they had that same excuse in the third quarter. Well, I mean, I mean, these guys are in the best shape of their life. And I, I understand teams can wear down and everything, but I'm thinking that uh, Memphis had a chance to win it uh, in, the, uh, in the regulation, but, you know, I don't know. They just kind of ran a little bit. I just kind of ran out of gas a little bit. And they let that team come back and beat them. I don't know how they're going to do Friday. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, between now and then, you'll get Jaw back, you'll get Kennard back, and, and you'll be able to close out the regular season in a positive note. Yeah, I'm just saying, uh, what happened, what's happening to I mean, what's happened to uh, with all the injuries and stuff? See, like, every time when they try to take a charge, somebody's do it down and they can't come back up or Well, I mean, this team has been – look, there's been a couple of guys that have set out for, for small things, you know, like John and Kennard were out last night, but they'll be back. And then some other things were just kind of out of your control, the significant injuries there with Brandon Clark and, and Steven Adams. Sometimes it just – stuff happens. Yeah, I understand. Those guys help those guys win the game. And also, they have, like, two different – they kind of, like, have two different kind of lineups and everything – one lineup goes in and get the lead, and then the other lineup, when they come in to sub and everything, they try, they try to put the cap on the win. David, we got to hit a break. All right. We'll see you. Yeah. And we'll step aside and do just that. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Witcher Auctions is holding one of their largest auctions ever on their permanent yard in Wynn, Arkansas, Thursday, April 13th. This two-ring auction will be live online in their new auction facility. Enjoy the auction in their climate-controlled auction theater. Preview and test drive equipment on site, then bid from the comfort of their new virtual auction theater. This auction will feature farm and heavy equipment, trucks, trailers, tillage, and planting equipment, ATVs, Moore's power units, attachments, and so much more. Miscellaneous items like support equipment, shop equipment, 
equipment, building materials, salvage, and more will sell in Ring 2 online only, with lots beginning to close at 6 p.m. Bidding opens on all items Saturday, April 8th, and the live auction will begin at 9 a.m. on Thursday, April 13th. Using their new bidding platform is easy, and join them in person. No buyer's premium for on-site bidders. The auction catalog is updated daily, so check in often at witcherauctions.com or stop by the auction yard at 2408 Highway 64 west of Wynn, Arkansas to preview items. In-person inspection of auction items is welcome and encouraged before bidding. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. Get your ride knockout pretty again with TKO Mobile Detail. Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all, with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you. Better for Arkansas. Better for all. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. If you're craving a sweet, delicious, mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey, Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials are carrot cake, iced oatmeal, double fudge brownie, lemon bar, sugar with candy eggs, and of course... Their signature milk chocolate chip. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. You'll eat every last crumb. The Exquisite Corpse. A very unusual and completely amazing story pieced together out of so many parts that it is not possible to describe them all here, so go ahead and just start reading. The full moon lights the silver rails winding around dark mountains and over steep gorges of jagged rock and one freezing cold rushing Black Mountain River. I wish there was enough time to describe all of the funny twists and turns, especially the elephant clown party, that led up to now. But there isn't enough time, because there is a ticking clock, and the two passengers we care most about don't know anything about it. In a sleeping berth, in the third car from the end of the train, are two children, 11-year-old twins who have just run away from the circus. The girl's name is Nancy, the boy's name is Joe. They have no idea that those are not their true names, though they will figure it out soon enough. To see what happens next, visit read.gov to read The Exquisite Corpse, a riveting adventure pieced together by John Sheska, Shannon Hale, Daniel Handler, and other popular authors. Explore new worlds. Read. This exciting message is brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 
Kara and Ryan hanging out. 9303776 is the number to call. You can weigh in on today's KavanaughCars.com question. It's it's not a it's not a hard one. Just curious how closely you follow golf. Are you like super into it? Are you only gonna watch the Masters? Where are you at on that overall spectrum? Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. As mentioned, talked a lot about Victor Hovland today. For obvious reasons, he is kicking butt and taking names. But as you scroll down the leaderboard a little bit, also got an eye on Ben Carr, one of the amateurs that is playing in the event, of course, there's also always been, you know, an invitation for a handful of amateurs. They do the thing where they stay at the crow's nest during the tournament, and uh, it's just kind of a, a pretty cool thing there. But this guy is, actually plays for Georgia Southern in in his spare time when he's not, you know, in Augusta. So pretty cool story there, and uh, another guy to follow. And some of the most recent action uh, from the course Tiger Woods birdied, I want to say 15. So he has now moved up to two over. So a little bit of a positive momentum there for Tiger. That's only his second birdie of the day. Again, two over there for Tiger. Shoffley. A birdie there on 15 as well. So he's now five under. And really the only guy at the moment within striking distance. Of Hovland, although there's still a ton of golfers with a ton more golf to play. So that's going to change throughout the course of today's round, no doubt about it. Uh, looking at some additional stories from the Masters, of course, we talked a little bit about the weather. It's been since 1983 since the Masters had a Monday finish. And Saturday's looking kind of gross. Uh, that might be something that happens this year. That's certainly not the only storyline that people are keeping tabs on. There's kind of a little bit, I don't want to say it feels like there are teams this year at the Masters. But it does feel like there's a little bit of a PGA versus Live Golf. I just really haven't, I, my golf interest is, is low to begin with. Although again, I do follow the the majors. But like I'm not watching this. Are you guys watching this? I don't care. They're they're like two hundred thousand people every week are watching this on the CW. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. But these golfers are involved uh, in this year's event, and I'm sure some of them are going to play fine. It has been interesting that you know it doesn't certainly there's not like a brawl about to break out on the course. In terms of how the PGA golfers uh, treat the live golfers and vice versa. I do find it interesting that Roy Roy McElroy continues to speak out on it. Pretty much whatever. There's a microphone in front of his face. But talking about how this week could unfold. Said, quote, I mean, I'll be trying to win a golf tournament regardless. They are going to be pretty tired on Sunday. It will be the fourth day, end quote. Of course, those live golf tournaments are just three-day tournaments. And that was not a new comment from Rory. That was actually something he said ahead of last year's PGA Championship. But <laughs> he does not mind stirring the pot 
when it comes to these two separate groups. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if he continues to say anything this week. He'd probably be a little bit more relevant if he was uh, there atop the leaderboard. Now he might be before it's all said and done. But not quite there yet today. Looking at uh, other storylines. It's interesting to check in and see how that Masters purse had changed over the years. You do you do, kind of acknowledge the fact, not necessarily tip your cap, but acknowledge the fact that due to the pressure from Live Golf, we've started to see all of these different tournament purses go up and up and up and up. And the winner of this year's Masters is going to pocket a record-tying purse of $2.7 million. So they gave out last year. And, of course, last year it was won by Scotty Scheffler, who is playing some solid golf today. But Tiger Woods was the first guy to crack the $2 million mark back in 2019. He was also the first guy to crack the $1 million mark, although that was all the way back in, in 2001. Ben Crenshaw was the first Masters champion to earn $100,000 or more. That was in 1984. And if you're curious about Horton Smith, all the way back in <laughs> 1934, he won 1500 bucks, which in today's dollars is almost $33,000. But, of course, still a significant, significant uptick. Again, Scotty Scheffler making $2.7 million last year. Is it is it just me or was Scotty Scheffler's Masters dinner kind of weak? Like, that's, that's a great tradition in the sports world and in golf. The guys all get together. It's just the... Masters winners, it's the champion's dinner. And they do it, of course, the Tuesday night of Masters week. And it's only, only the previous Masters champions. And then whoever the most w recent winner is gets to, to set aside uh, or gets to decide on the menu. And Scotty Scheffler, it, it's not that this is a bad menu. By the way, these are these are foods that I like. You know, they had Texas ribeye steak, they had firecracker shrimp, cheeseburger sliders, and things like that. But you go back to 2021 when it was Hideki Matsuyama that won, and his Masters dinner was like epic: sushi and sashimi and like wagyu beef and miso glazed black cod. Also, a Japanese strawberry shortcake. with special strawberries. I mean, that sounds kind of fire. So maybe if Scotty Scheffler wins again this year, he can step it up just a teeny tiny bit <laughs> for that Masters dinner. We'll see. Uh, we'll come back here in just a moment, take one last look at that leaderboard, but we need to take our final break of the day. We'll step aside and be back 
Right after this for more on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. Tees is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. Tees at Riverside. After such a wild winter, your lawn and trees deserve some TLC. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service this spring. Broken limbs, storm damage, diseased and dangerous trees, J&K can handle it all from fertilization and treatment to trimming and removal. They'll have your yard happy and healthy again before you know it. Ready for barbecues, tire swings, and running barefoot through the grass. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service today at 897-1329 to get your yard ready for all spring has to offer. J&K Lawn and Tree Service. Did you know you have access to medical weight loss within the only integrated health system in Northeast Arkansas? Get a head start on your 2023 health and fitness by booking an appointment with the NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic. Crush your goals and feel the results while saving money with the lowest cash price in town. Call 936-8000 to book your appointment with the NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic and let nurse practitioner Angie Jones tailor a plan specifically for you. That's 936-8000, NEA Baptist Weight Management Clinic. Medical weight loss you can trust. Have you noticed all the Harris Ford stickers on the back of all the vehicles in Northeast Arkansas? There's a reason for that. Hello there. This is Tara from Harris Ford in Newport. You see all those Harris Ford stickers because for years, your neighbors have been coming to Harris Ford in Newport for the ride they want at a price they can afford. If you have not shopped with us at Harris Ford and are in the market for a new or used unit, please give us the opportunity to put you in one you want and can afford and has a Harris Ford sticker on the back. Come visit with us at Harris Ford, exit 85 in Newport. What is destined to become the premier cornhole tournament in the state of Arkansas is set for Saturday, April the 15th. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic at Halsey Thrasher Harpole Tailgate City right outside of Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro is approaching fast. The A-State Cornhole Classic will take place at 9 a.m. on April the 15th with the Pack Day A-State Football Spring Game presented by J-Town's Grill kicking off at 2.15. Enjoy the hijinks kid zone in Tailgate City and food trucks in the parking lot. Also, you can buy jerseys, helmets, and other new and used apparel and items from all A-State sports during the huge A-State gear sale from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Centennial Bank Stadium. Get autographs from A-State football players on the field following the spring game. And then hang around or come back later for Movie Night, presented by Optimum at 5.30. The movie will be Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, shown on the big screen inside Centennial Bank Stadium. The A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic will start at 9 a.m. And the Pack Day A-State Spring Game, presented by J-Town's Grill, will kick off at 2.15. All at Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro on Saturday, April the 15th. To sign up for the A-State Pack Day Cornhole Classic, go to astateredwolves.com and look for the Cornhole Classic logo. We all make choices. When it comes to alcohol, kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Bye-bye. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Ann, have a seat for a second. Remind me about that party again. Alex is just and happy. adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, last call on the Right Fiber Hotline at 9303776, or you can wait until later and weigh in on our KavanaughCars.com question on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, you can find the poll by using the hashtag WDRZ. You can find KavanaughCars.com by heading online and uh, hitting them up at that website. Uh, it is everything you need to go through the car buying process. So obviously they've got their full inventory online, but then once you find that perfect ride for you, what sets Kavanaugh apart is just how much of it you can go ahead and, and take care of right there on the website. So, for example, after you find that car, get pre-approved for your purchase. Uh, find out how much your trade-in is worth. Calculate your payments. Those are all tools that are available for you right there at KavanaughCars.com. Again, 9303776, the number to call. What is your interest level in golf? How closely do you follow golf? Are you just kind of one and done with the Masters? Are you going to be on board for the rest of the season? Looking around at some news and notes before we wrap it up today. A familiar name has crossed the timeline as right-handed pitcher Grant Black has been transferred from Springfield to Memphis. Of course, Grant Black, a very familiar name around these parts. The former Greyhound has been pursuing his Major League dream for the past few years. Last year he got you know as high as the Memphis level. And performed well. Started this season at Springfield. But already he is going to be making that jump to the Redbirds. So we'll continue to keep you updated on his progress through the St. Louis Cardinal system. Maybe they'll just throw him in the rotation. In St. Louis. It's not like... It can be any worse than some of the other guys we've seen at this point in time. Uh, golly. Anyways, we'll we'll complain more about Cardinal pitching tomorrow on the show. Uh, some other news and notes to remind you about before we get out of here. They are currently set up right now, this moment, at the top, taking your donations for when. Uh, they'll be there today until 6 o'clock. They'll be there tomorrow, noon to 6, and all day on Saturday starting at 8 a.m. Again, they've got like the football equipment truck out there, so really hard to miss. And they want to stuff that trailer full of tornado relief supplies. Uh, some of the items that you can drop off at the trailer include, but are not limited to, sports drinks, toiletries and hygiene products, cleaning supplies, laundry supplies, Items for kids, bedding supplies, and medical supplies. Every single little bit helps. And again, noon to 6 today, tomorrow, and Saturday starting at 8 a.m. Oh, by the way, if you drop off some supplies, you're going to get free admission to A-State baseball home games or the home game. Uh, so you drop off something today at about 5.30, you're going to get free admission into the top for A-State and Troy. So it sounds like a pretty good deal. Of course, we're partnering with... A-State Athletics and Arkansas State for that supply drive, and I really hope you can you can help us out as we continue to think about our neighbors in need. Uh, that, of course, is going on right now, Friday, Saturday. Looking ahead to next Saturday, it's pack day. Uh, you got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, 
you've got the packed day corn cornhole classic that's going to start at 9 a.m at halsey thrasher harpole tailgate city by the way you can sign up for that on our station website 953theticket.com then of course it's not just about the cornhole you've got the hijinks kid zone day that's going to be out there all day uh you got food trucks that are going to be set up kind of fired up for that you got the gear sale that's going to be starting at 10 a.m and then that pack day a state football spring game presented by J-Town's Grill, is going to kick off at 2.15. They'll also do some more stuff following the game, autographs on the field following the game. They'll have movie night uh, presented by Optimum at 5.30. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is going to be the movie. So just a great, great day. That's going to be taking place again Saturday, April 15th for the Pack Day Spring Game. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to lunch. That's what I'm looking forward to immediately right now. So uh, that is a wrap. For us here on the Workday Red Zone, uh, a big thank you to A-State women's golf coach MJ Davian Shaw, who joined us in the first hour. You're going to find that interview later today at 953theticket.com. Also, a big thank you to Keith Merritt for hanging out with us in hour one as well. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And the Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.